You're listening to episode 27 of Brave and Boss, the podcast on this week's show. I'm talking about how to achieve any goal you want in your business. So let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Well, hello, welcome back to Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder and CEO of the ethical fashion brand Encircled and creator of this podcast. I'm super excited that you've chosen to spend the next 15, 20 minutes with me. I know your time as an entrepreneur is super valuable, and I'm going to try to make this as action-oriented as possible. So this is episode 27. We're talking about how to achieve any goal for your business. And when you're going to listen to this episode, it's going to be sometime, I think, in mid-October. And we're really in the last 90 days of the year, the last like three months, which is crazy. I don't know about you, but 2019 has really flown by by me. Um, and every month I say that and every month it's the same. I remember like putting a September saying, Oh my gosh, August just flew by. And then all of a sudden I'm in October saying the same thing about September. So I don't know if it's just getting older or something that time just flies a lot faster, but I remember sitting in high school classes just watching like paint peel off the walls. Like I was so bored with life. So maybe when you're doing what you love, time just flies. I'm going to stick with that one. Um, so today's episode is really inspired about goal setting. Um, I've been trying to follow uh, Rachel Hollis's Five to Thrive, which is her 90-day challenge for the rest of the year. And it's definitely more of a personal challenge. So she challenges you to do five things every single day for 90 days, which is pretty intense. But the five things are drink like half your body weight in water, wake up an hour earlier, um, give up one category of food, uh, move your body for at least 30 minutes a day, and practice um, gratitude daily. Now, generally, I'm really great at water. I drink like a lot of water. Um, and moving my body is pretty easy. Having a dog, working out, and gratitude is pretty good for me. But giving up a category of food is really hard um, because I know exactly what I need to give up. But uh, I don't know if I really want to do it. So I'm a chipaholic, self-described, and I need to give those up. So I'm working on it. Not doing so well so far in the first few days of this challenge, but going to get back onto that. And waking up an hour earlier is... I already got up pretty early, so I'm working on that too. But I love the idea of a challenge year to go, and I definitely can appreciate the intent of this challenge, which is to really build in these repeatable rituals and habits into your day. And one of the things I think is critically important with business goals is having rituals around them. Now, I've done a couple of episodes. If you guys are fairly new to the podcast, I'm going to link to a bunch of them in the resources below. Um, but I've done a couple of episodes on goal setting and talking about why goals matter, um, you know, how you can start setting goals, um, two goals you need to really think about setting and a really popular episode entitled achieve your goal by making it smaller, which sounds completely counterintuitive, but I'm going to talk a little bit about that today too, um, in the process of how to achieve any goal. So the first way I want to start out with this podcast for today is talking about 
the difference between a goal and vision slash mission of your business. Now, when I talk about setting goals for your business, I'm specifically usually talking about sales goals or profit goals or a goal around how many customers you want to serve or something like that. I'm talking about KPIs, which is a short form for key performance indicator. Um, I'm talking about something realistic, measurable, something that is time bound. So you've all heard about smart goals being specific, measurable, um, uh, realistic, time bound. And that is what I'm talking about. Something that like for 2019 year to go, you can achieve in your business. Now, oftentimes when I've coached clients, they come to me with goals and the goals are completely unrealistic. Like they want to launch their business and they want to get up to $5,000 in revenue a month by, you know, in the first like two months or something like that. And to me, that's really difficult unless you have like a lot of funding and you have a very like tight distribution plan. I think it's very difficult to move that quickly in your business. Um, so frankly, I prefer to start people small with goals and help them build up their goals as they go. So in terms of a vision and a mission, if you guys are familiar with those terms, they are slightly different. So the vision is really a long-term view of the company. So my vision is to build, you know, encircled into North America's leading made in cannabis sustainable fashion brand and achieve revenue of $20 million in 2025, let's say. And my mission is to truly help women do more with less in their closets. So your mission is much more tangible. It's kind of like what you're trying to do as a business, what motivates you and what's your purpose, whereas your vision is something you can kind of see long-term. Now, if I said my goal in 2019 was to build and circle to $20 million, that would be crazy pants because we are a seven-figure business, but we are not near $20 million yet. And year to go, there's only three months. So that would be really not achievable. So first of all, define those terms. So if you don't have a vision and mission, spend some time working on that. I do have a couple of episodes on that, which I can link to below as well, but there's some great books out there that talk about setting those. Cause I think they're fairly fundamental to your business, but today we're going to talk about goals. So the easiest goal to set for any business, quite frankly, when you're just starting out or you're trying to scale is a revenue slash sales goal. Um, so first thing is you want to figure out what your goal is. And there's a couple ways to do that. So if you're a new business, this can be a little bit more about shooting in the dark. You know, you're just going to pick some figures which feel good for the business, feel realistic. I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, and something that is achievable with the resources that you have today. So revenue goals, I think should be dependent on, especially most people who listen to this podcast, I think are product-based businesses, though I do know there's a lot of service-based entrepreneurs I've come across on Instagram that I know are listening to this. But if you're a product-based business, and even to a certain extent, if you have a service-based business, you have like a limited amount. So like, let's say you're selling yoga classes, you can only fill the room to like 40 people, let's say, and maybe you can only your space can only hold 10 classes a day. So there is like a maximum. So you kind of have to figure out where you are today and what the maximum is you can do and what's realistic. So when I look at year to go forecasting for my brand, I don't look at, okay, I have, you know, $200,000 in inventory. So I'm going to do $200,000 in sales. That's not correct. Cause you don't want to be at zero in inventory by the end of the year. Um, you really need to figure out, you know, based on what your traffic is to your website, your conversion rate, 
um, your marketing plans year to go, your ability to supply revenue or sorry, inventory and product to meet those goals is important, but they're all kind of multiple factors. So it's never like you build a plan and like, this is the plan. You have to check your numbers. So what I suggest is starting out with some numbers. And again, if you're brand new, it's going to have to be a little bit of guesswork. If you have a couple years of data and sales, then I highly recommend doing two things. So taking last year's data. So let's say we're working on November, 2019. Um, so we're going to take November, 2018 sales, because especially for most of you that are in retail, um, it's very seasonal and November tends to be a pretty good month for most people. Um, and then we're also going to look at what the trend is year to date. So how is your business doing year to date? So let's say last year in November, you did $20,000 and year to date, you know, your sales are up about, you know, a hundred percent over last year. That's pretty great, but let's just use that number because it's easy math. Um, and then that means for November, you know, if you use that trend, you should probably be aiming for about $40,000 in sales for your business. So that sounds massive, but you're trending like that year to date. Um, and that's kind of the trend is usually your friend. Um, and that looks good. So maybe start there and then you can always kind of adjust those numbers as you map out the rest of the year. So let's put in some numbers for October and December. Um, and then what you're going to want to do is work backwards. So one of the tools I developed a while ago, primarily um, the genesis of the tool actually was that I made it for a corporate client back in my consulting days because they were trying to figure out how much traffic they needed to generate to hit their online revenue goals for their e-commerce site. It was a billion dollar retailer. Their e-commerce was a very small portion of their business. I think it was about 1% of their business or 2%. And they wanted to figure out, you know, how much traffic do they actually need to get there? So I basically recreated that tool for myself in a much simpler form for sure, because they had so many channels going into it. Um, and it was like way too complex for like, quite frankly, anybody to use. But just to give a sense of like, what do I need to get there? So if you think about um, like a storefront, so if you have a retail storefront, on a busy street, you know, you have a certain amount of footfall. So people who walk by your store and are apt to maybe come in or not come in. And you got to think about your website like that too. So you want to have a certain amount of footfall. You want to have a certain amount of visitors come by your website and not all of them are going to buy, but you do have to have that significant volume and it has to be quality traffic for sure. Like just like putting a store in the wrong neighborhood for the brand that you're promoting it can have a negative impact if you end up on the wrong channels, promoting to people that aren't interested in your product. However, you do need generally traffic to build your sales. Um, and you can't leave it up to hope. So oftentimes I see new businesses saying like, oh, I hope somebody picks it up in a gift guide. I hope like this magazine finds it. I hope like a celebrity posts about it. Like those things are all great to wish for, but you can't build a business off of wishes and hopes. I mean, I hope everybody listening to this is successful, but you need a plan to get there. That is so, so important. So what I then suggest and what this tool that I've created does, and you can get it on my website if you are interested. It's in our work with me online courses section. It's pretty affordable. It's, I think it's, it's under a hundred dollars for sure. And it's a template and there's a video you can watch and stuff like that on how to use it. But basically you can do this on your own, um, by figuring it out. So take your, 
um, revenue goal and then break it into how much traffic you're going to need to get there. And that just really takes an understanding of what your average order value is. Um, so if you think about it, you know, your average order value is like $200 and you need $40,000 in revenue. Then you know how many exactly orders you need to produce. And you can kind of work backwards using a conversion rate on your website to say, you know, if 1%, if your conversion rate is 1%, so for every, like, whatever it is, I think like a hundred visitors, you get a sale. Um, sorry, my math is really bad right now. It's Friday when I'm recording this. Um, then, you know, you know, that's something you can work off of. And then, you know, like if you're wanting to hit, you know, one order, or sorry, 20, sorry, 200 orders or whatever it works out to be, then you're going to need like probably 20,000 in traffic or something like that. So you can kind of do the backwards math to figure it out. And that's kind of step two, I would say. First is figuring out your goal. And then two is using that to determine how much traffic approximately is going to take. And again, you can use estimations. So you can look at your conversion rate year to date or last year at that time and come up with some number that feels comfortable and your average order value and all that good stuff. Um, and again, we're just trying to estimate here because the third step is really figuring out, is this realistic? So let's say you did all the math, blah, blah, blah. And right now you're doing about you're getting maybe 10,000 visitors a month to your website. And this calculation process has told you you need 50,000. Now that's a pretty big jump from where you are today. And depending on what your resources and your marketing plans are and your product launch plans, that may not be realistic. So that means it's maybe required that you adjust your goal or that you figure out a more robust marketing plan or product development to get to that goal. And what I like to do is kind of build a rough plan from the bottom up as to what it's going to take to get there. So as an example, I'm going to use real numbers because I think it's just more helpful. Um, so for the month of October, um, last year we did around 80,000 unique visitors to our website. Um, this year, based on our goals and our conversion rate, I need to hit somewhere about 120 something, 120,000. Um, now, if I look at our traffic or sorry, our, our visitors, you know, year to date, you know, we're not too far off of that. And that's a pretty, it starts to get a little bit busier around this time of year. So it's not totally unrealistic. Um, it does for sure require some planning. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look in the previous three months and I'm going to see in Google Analytics, um, primarily is my favorite tool to work with but you can also do this in if you have Shopify or whatever e-commerce platform, and I'm going to see where my traffic is coming from. And, you know, I'm going to make some estimates. So if I sent out like four emails in September, I'm going to send out four in October and I see, you know, email has driven like 40,000 unique visitors. I'm going to put that in and I'm kind of going to work roughly off of that. And I'm going to work off of some passive traffic because you may get some SEO stuff that you don't have to work for. Um, but I'm not going to count stuff where, you know, it's, it's a specific campaign. So if I worked with an influencer in August, you know, and that's not being repeated, I'm going to leave that traffic out. Um, this requires you to become a bit more familiar with your Google analytics, which is not a bad thing anyways for you to be doing, because if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the process you want to take. And basically you're going to figure out where the gap is. So let's say I need to do 120,000 unique visitors in October to make my revenue goal. 
And I realized based on my plan, I only have a hundred thousand visitors forecasted to the website. What I'm going to need to do is figure out how to drive that 20,000 unique visitors, well, pretty quickly because we're in October, um, through a variety of methods. So looking at what channels work best for us, where can we scale it up? Where can we um, scale our budgets? Can we send out another email? What would be that impact? And basically working backwards to figure out that plan. The one thing that comes up often when I talk about this is people are like, oh, I don't want to drive too much traffic to my website. And trust me, that is never an issue. <laughs> you never need to be worried about that. I used to think like that too. I'd be like, oh my gosh, we're going to run out of product. It's it's going to be terrible. Uh, what if I have too many sales? Oh my gosh, no. Have too many sales. Great problem to have. So work through those numbers, kind of make those estimates and work from the bottom up to see if your revenue goal makes sense. Um, now, once you've got that revenue goal, and let's say you've got some sort of a loose marketing plan to achieve that goal, although I prefer for it to be super tight and organized, um, what you're going to do is you're going to track your progress. Now, this is where I really lose a lot of people in this process, because I can tell you from personal experience that sometimes looking at your revenue, especially if you're just starting out or maybe you're in a down year or something, it could be downright painful to look at your revenue when things are not going well. You don't want to keep looking at it and looking at how shitty it is versus your goal. Um, so, but I would say, as all the self-help gurus will tell you, if you repeat a goal daily, if you talk about it, if you bring it to life, then you're focused on it. So I review our goal and progress to our revenue goal specifically every single day. Every single day, I update the, the same spreadsheet that you guys can download um, with our where we are month to date and look at you know month ago and how we're trending versus last year, last month, and versus goal. And it takes literally five minutes to do that, super quick to pull the numbers out of Shopify. And then at least I know. I say, okay, you know, it's October, it's October 4th. Okay, we're trending to goal. This is great. We got to keep it up, keep up momentum because we're off to a great start. And let's say I wasn't off to a great start this month. Now, I would still want to look at it because I need to make adjustments. That's where you need to adjust your plan to make your goal. And that's really, really important is to stay on top of it. Because the more you talk about this goal, the more you, you know, say it to yourself, if you're not comfortable telling other people it, um, you know, the more it comes to life and the more it's top to mind. And honestly, like a lot of abundance, like mindset people will tell you it be becomes real. So if I have a goal of, let's say like $195,000 that I want to do in October, you know, I got to tell people that I got to say, Hey, Jamie, I'm going to do 195,000. Hey, to myself, I'm going to do $195,000 in revenue in October. Hey team, we're going to do $195,000 in revenue. I'm telling all the people I'm tracking it daily. It's top of mind. Everybody's on board. It's super, super important to do this. It sounds cheesy. It seems basic, but trust me, it works. If you focus on repeating that ritual of checking your revenue and seeing where you're tracking versus your goal every single day, not only will it make you more motivated, but also make you take action, which is really great. Visibility to numbers cannot be underappreciated. Um, the last thing I want to say about this is that I think goal setting can be really scary because a lot of, a lot of women in particular I see don't want to 
put a number in and then not make it. It's really awful, but you know what? You got to try and then you can always adjust your forecast down. Like if your goals are too big for a year to go, maybe you need to adjust them to be more realistic. And especially if you're in a manufacturing business, that's super important because you don't want to end up with too much inventory because that will do uh, a number on your cash flow and you won't have inventory available to, um, or sorry, you will have too much inventory. You won't have cash available to pay suppliers and stuff like that, which is super, super important. So it's got to be a balance and don't be afraid to take a goal down. Um, some people will think, well, I'm failing by doing that, but you know what? This is a business. You have to be realistic and you have to make adjustments and be flexible with them as much as possible. I'm not saying like October 29th, you know, I take the goal down 50 grand and I say, Hey, actually goal is this. I'm saying like, you know, now I look at November and I say, okay, are we on trend to do that this year? Yes or no. If no, let's do this. If yes, let's do this. So you have to kind of be continuously evaluating this and improving it. Now, wherever you are in your business, whether your goal is $1,000, $5,000 or $500,000, know that this process still holds as you scale. It's important to get into these rituals when you're first starting out so that you are thinking about it and that it's top of mind when you are growing to larger and larger revenue levels. And plus, it's super boss to act really pro from the beginning. I think that's super important. I work with a lot of um, product-based businesses through my podcast. And I meet a lot through my other company and, you know, the professionalism I think is super key for people. And it makes a difference when no matter what businesses take things really seriously and put their best foot forward and put a lot of effort into their business, it really does pay off. It may not pay off this month, but it'll pay off in the long term. I can promise you that. So if you're planning, you know, the rest of October, November, December, I highly recommend setting some goals, repeating them daily, following up to see how you're doing, uh, making adjustments as necessary, but starting to get into that process because, you know, you can run a business. It can be super cool to do all this marketing and all that kind of stuff. But if you're not got your head in the game financially, then you're not going to be able to scale it. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you are feeling motivated, follow us at Brave and Boss on Instagram. I'd love to hear your feedback on goals and what goals you are setting for year to go for your business. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com where you can find all the show notes, free resources and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.